0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Jedi Eternal Podcast on uh, what is this, episode 24? 24. I know, I remember which one it was. (laughs) Anyway, I'm your co host today, Braxton Taylor. Here with my very good friend and (laughs) co-host, Andrew Thomas Jonathan Stonewall Jackson Bolin. He has the will of a thousand warriors. Last week he said he would not drink any more sugar. (laughs) I knew you were going to bring it up. (laughs) And I come in this week and he has a massive, large Mountain Dew Sweet Lightning from KFC.
1: You're already clipping.
0: Okay, Um, sorry. Anyway, I got excited. (laughs) Yeah, see... I knew you were
1: gonna bring that up.
0: Uh, well, you shouldn't have given me the bait.
1: Well, you know, I've been doing pretty good doing like zero <laughs> drinks and stuff instead of instead of all the sugar and everything. But today I went to KFC and so I ended up getting one of those uh, sweet lightning mountain dews and uh, <laughs> You couldn't resist, folks.
0: And the half pound bag of Reese's PC <laughs> No, just call it a cheat day. No, I, just, I had to bring it up, guys. We came here last, like last last week, and he was just so determined. Poor guy, he was so. I'm determined. still determined.
1: Thank you very he is much.
0: Determined. Anyway, um, yeah. So I hope
1: everyone's having a lovely uh, Saturday. I agree. Um, yep. This is not Saturday for us. This is Thursday for us. But we yep. are. Uh, you will be listening to this maybe on Saturday or after. But um. Uh, we're trying out this new time. Let us know uh, how that works out for you guys uh, in this yeah. new time uh, at Saturday at 2 o'clock.
0: Yes, uh, yeah. let us know what you guys think. Um, if this works out for you guys, if you think it's okay or you prefer on a different time, well, we can try our best to accommodate that. Uh, but, but as of right now, unless you guys say explicitly otherwise, um, it was going to be Saturday. So anyway... So, without any further ado, we got, we just want to thank everybody for listening once again, and uh, we're going to get directly into our news for the week. So, the very first one is pretty interesting. So, the Dr. Aphra, uh audiobook is going to be coming out on July 21st. So, but what's interesting, we kind of already knew that, but what's interesting is that there's actually, they just released a uh, full lineup of all the characters that are going to be in this uh, audiobook. Um, so Drew, I have them, but if you want to go ahead and take them off, we, you can go ahead and list off some of these interesting characters.
1: Sure. So kind of the, and I don't, I assume there's going to be more voices than just this, but this is like our main cast, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that would be Afra, Boba Fett, Luke Skywalker, Triple Zero, uh, Santa Staros, Maz Kanata, mm. uh, the Emperor, mm. Leia Organa, and Darth mm. Vader. What?
0: Yeah, we got a we got a we got a triple A star lineup here folks. So this will be interesting. This is going to be pretty different than normal. Now they did have the the Count Dooku audiobook, but having an audiobook especially with this amount of characters is is not, you know, it's, it's not really a big thing Star Wars does. So it's going to be very interesting to see um how, you know, how it all works out. This how the story goes, how all these all of these major characters interact with one another. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah,
1: so and the thing to remember here is this is an adaptation of the Darth Vader uh, comic series. Right. And um so this this is a story that has been told before but is now being expanded and focusing on Dr. Afra. Um but this is still very much part of Darth Vader's story as well. And so I assume that we're still going to get a lot of that and even in this audiobook. book. Um, and so therefore all the main players are here, you know, Luke and, and Darth mm-hmm. Vader and, uh, um, the emperor and, and, uh, Boba Fett, you know, you have all of these characters that, um, are like the main cast of the original trilogy and right. they're, they're going to be, um, heavily featured in this audiobook, So what are you what are you smirking? <laughs> nothing, about?
0: nothing. I don't think it's so about no, no no. I just I, I, I just kinda of flash back to what I was saying at the very beginning about be Stonewall Jackson. I can't oh I can't help it. <laughs> it's such a good one too. I was so excited to say that. Anyway, but yeah no I think it's gonna be really interesting to see how it works out. Um and like I said just to have so many <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't blame you. It's pretty funny. <laughs> if I do say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't get a big head. I mean, oh, well, too late. Anyway, um, no, it'll be really interesting for sure. Um, I'm excited to to see it. I mean, I, I'm definitely more of a uh, audio guy than a visual guy in terms of <laughs> reading reading books. Clearly, um, <laughs> as many of you so, listen.
1: So, will you pick this up um, on the 21st?
0: Well, and that's what that's the next thing I was going to say is that initially, Dr. Afra. <clears throat> Although, I, you know, it's, I read some of the comics, and they're pretty cool, the audiobook didn't really interest me. But seeing this drop of all the characters with all of these big-name characters, like, say, we're getting Vader and the Emperor, Luke Skywalker, we're getting Boba Fett, we're getting all these, you know, it's going to be really, really cool, uh, in my opinion, to... To listen to this with all these big characters. If it was just Dr. Afra and just a few other people, with uh, you know, that mm-hmm. was just a oh, and here's like a little tiny second of Vader, yeah, I probably wouldn't have wanted it. But I'll probably pick this up, um, and start listening to it, yeah, for yeah. Sure. I
1: mean, as I have said before, and in, in, as we've said when we talked about uh, rumors of a Dr. Afra show, like show coming, right. and, and those things, um, you can't tell the story of Dr. Afra without Darth Vader because yeah. he's he features heavily in her story and mm. what we've gotten of her so far so yeah Darth Vader will be um, a big role in this I would assume and um, I, I you know I actually don't think I'm going to get this
0: oh really yeah um, wow. Thank I, you I, like Star Wars.
1: <laughs> this is one of the very few things that you know that I actually don't plan to get you know as 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 most of you know that follow us at this point um, I read every novel that comes out, even if I even if I don't think it's going to be something that interests me, I read it anyways. Mm-hmm. And um, but this, the reason is I just don't like audiobooks. And, really? Yeah, yeah. And I listened to uh, Dooku Jedi Lost, and I hated every second of it. <laughs> it was a good story, but I hated listening to an audiobook. I just
0: see, I'm the, I'm different though because yeah. I grew up. And for those of you uh, who didn't know, we are Christians. So yeah. if you're a Christian uh-huh. young man or woman, you were forced to listen to, <laughs> to Adventures in Odyssey. Adventures of Odyssey. Um, well, I love Adventures so, of Odyssey. And those are classic audiobooks, essentially. I yeah. mean, it's not exactly what it is. But, and then as I grew up also, I loved listening to... Um, Oh, just like the old 40s radio dramas and Uh stuff like that. So it is different. Don't get me wrong. They're basically acting out like a show, but you're just not watching it in those. So an audiobook is a little different. I do recognize that. Um, But I don't know. For for me, although I don't like love audiobooks, I do enjoy them.
1: My problem is is I just don't retain. Like uh, y- like, yeah. like it, it goes in one well, and out the other and I don't retain it like it, I do when I'm reading a book.
0: Well, that's why they say like and this is like totally not Star Wars, but you know in in school they say you know some people are vi- yeah. visual learners or right, right, audio right. learners, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Some are hands-on, yeah. so tactile whatever. So yeah, you know, different uh, Yeah,
1: and for me when I when I am consuming Star Wars, it's more than just listening to the story. I actually like want to Get all the little details <laughs> yeah. right and and memorize yeah. those those moments and those kind right. of things. So I do that best with the book. And so that being said, I'm going to I am going to read the story, but it's going to be when they release it in book form mm-hmm. like they did with Dooku. Yeah, uh, I assume they're going to do the same with this. Eventually. I'm sure. Yeah. So I'm going to wait for that one. Now, if I didn't think that was going to happen, I probably would force myself to listen to it. But (laughs) since I think that they will release that, I'm going to (laughs) wait, but we'll move on to the next story here. Uh, and this is, um, if for those of you that don't know, uh, the big San Diego comic con of course is not happening, uh, in person (laughs) this (laughs) year. Uh, but they are doing what they're calling comic con at home. Mm -hmm. And so that's pretty neat. It's, um, I think it's almost like a whole week long full of of panels that you can watch from home,
0: and that's kind of what I expected was going to happen with a lot of the bigger comic yeah, cons. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: unfortunate we didn't get that with Celebration, which yeah, that's like, a whole different whole another story. But I thought that's going to happen, <laughs> frankly. But um, so it looks like though, based off the schedule, that Star Wars fans uh, will have their day on Friday, July twenty fourth, because there's four different panels to look forward to on that day, mm. and so we're, we just thought we'd bring those up for you guys uh, in case you're in, interested. Uh, we have The Mandalorian and His Many Gadgets. That's uh, one of the first panels. And <coughs> that will be um, starting at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. And then we have Star Wars audiobooks, Dr. Afra. So they'll be Whoa. talking about that there. And that will be at 11 a.m. Um, again, that's Pacific Time. And then Lucasfilm Publishing, Stories from a Galaxy Far, Far Away. This one I'm actually (laughs) going to try to tune into, hopefully, Mm -hmm. um, because um, there's a good chance we might hear about some of the upcoming. Um, books, maybe right. even, I mean, there's maybe a chance they might reveal that the story of the Mandalorian mm. novel, you know, yeah. you just, you never know for sure what might happen. Um, but then again, it might be like our uh, celebration experience with the publishing panels and they <laughs> told us nothing. Absolutely <laughs> nothing.
0: <laughs> hey guys, here's a hint of this thing that we might hint yeah, on later about right. hinting on. So yeah, keep your eyes and ears open. <laughs> I still can't believe that they, that,
1: that like of oh. all the things I was excited about celebration, it was the one the publishing panels yeah. we went to two of them and they told us <laughs> barely anything yeah
0: I felt bad for Drew he was a little uh, he was a little disappointed well, yeah that. well like I was like I already
1: know all this stuff
0: so like, yeah I think you are telling everything we already
1: well, know. and they were well what was funny is they were even like they were doing it like they were announcements, some yeah. of them. Yeah. And was I a, was like... Well,
0: and then like, we're saving the best for last. Yeah. Here comes this or whatever. And then They put it on the screen. Everyone's going to like... Oh, and there's like something... Apparently, I, yeah. I didn't know this, but it's something that had already been out for like several weeks. Or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. are like, wait, what?
1: I was like, I've already <laughs> known about this. Am I a time traveler
0: or what's going on?
1: I felt like one, yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyways, hopefully this one's maybe a little better. Um, but again, that'll be... Uh, that'll be at, at noon, uh, Pacific time. Again, that's like three o'clock here, uh, for you, uh, Eastern timers. And again, it's on Friday, (laughs) July 24th. And then, um, the last one. Oh, and also I I do want to say, you know, we might also get some high Republic updates at that one as well. So that would be another good reason to tune in for that.
0: Yeah, for sure. And,
1: uh, then last but not least, the psychology of star Trek versus star Wars. um, I actually think that could be an interesting one to see, just kind of uh, w- where they go with that. But
0: yeah, <laughs> I have so many things to say, but you're, I'm not. You're not going to say I'm it. not because I might. People may not enjoy enjoy what I have to say, so I'm not going to say. Anyways, it.
1: <laughs> that's the psychology of Star Trek versus Star Wars at two uh, o'clock Pacific time, again on Friday, July twenty fourth. Yeah, and uh, if you can just go to. Um, I think it's actually going to be streamed on YouTube.
0: I imagine, probably. I believe so. Yeah.
1: So if you just like look up um, San Diego Comic Con on YouTube, I think that they will be streaming straight from there.
0: And I guarantee you, IGN will probably be streaming. Stuff right, right. They'll IGN be will in be. Like There'll be in
1: plenty of places. So, yeah. anyways, if you if you just kind of look up the Comic Con at home, you'll find a way to get to it all. For so, sure. Uh, anyways, that should be interesting.
0: Yeah, be pretty cool. We got some cool stuff there. Um, they're kind of limited on what they can do due to the fact that it's online and things of that nature. And, and yeah. most of the time, you know, you're probably not going to get any big, you know, because normal comic cons, you're going to get like panels with with you know, uh, whoever, right? Whoever famous actor or whatever panel of people. But since it's online, they don't really have the incentive to, to do it as much. So, but it'll be fun nevertheless. There'll be some really cool stuff. So uh, keep your eyes and ears tuned up for that. Uh, without any further ado, we're going to go ahead and move into our rumors because we didn't have a third uh, news piece, but we do have four rumors to kind of <laughs> round off the, oh, uh, yeah. the news there. So, so the very first one comes uh, in the form of the Mandalorian, and recently there was an interview with Giancarlo Esposito, and he discussed a few different things. You know, working with Baby Yoda, and what it was like to wield the dark saber, and all that stuff. But so, uh, but one thing that that Moff, he he alluded to was uh, he commented on how Moff Gideon had very possibly had a connection with the Force or in some way, shape, or form. Um, so, you know, this is, again, this is a rumor, and this is just kind of an offhand comment that he said, you know, oh, you know, it's very possible that that there's some Force connection with with Moff Gideon. Um, but, Drew, you know, what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, let me read the, the quote that okay, that okay. he says yeah. here. He
1: says, to have this saber, and he's talking about the dark saber, means I could use it and I can do my own dirty work that I'm a fighter, I'm a warrior, that's part of me, also creates the possibility that possibility that he is, you know, one of the ones. You know, like, he possibly has that. And that, to me, is interesting. Because, is he really that fallen hero?
0: So, let me comment right off the bat. I'm not, I don't mean this in a mean way. Giancarlo is a very established actor a lot of good stuff but you don't know jack about star wars See,
1: i'm <laughs> glad we're on the same page because so, that's so, what I was exactly what i was gonna say name <laughs> me
0: name me other than the very first wielder that had the force well i'm sorry that's not true that's that's a lie but there's been several wielders that i'm trying to say is uh that that did not have the force right bo right. katan had it um you have uh, uh pray or was it pray vizsla Previsla. Yeah. i think someone else anyway but and um,
1: um sabine also sabine Can had it as mean,
0: well here. so but my my point is it's not you know darth uh darth maul had it and, and then you have uh what, the original vizsla that had it. i can't remember his name but um not pre-vizsla but uh, oh you know what i'm talking about the original was it are you sh- was it, it might have been pre and the one in the clone wars was i think it's pre-vizsla is the, ori- is
1: the original one
0: yeah anyway but my point being with that. Wow, uh,
1: come on! Don't, don't, you don't
0: you guys know Star Wars? Don't you guys <laughs> know Star Wars? Like, I'm sorry, I, I was talking to Andrew before <laughs> this. I literally couldn't speak a full sentence. Okay, I was having like a stroke or something. My point is, is no, that. Previsla.
1: Previsla is the one in Rebels. Why can't I remember Tarvisla?
0: Tarvisla is the original one. Um, but yeah, so I was gonna say I can't remember my own. Yeah, Tarvisla. Uh, my own so Tarvisla and so Previsla. It's not that we don't like Star Wars. It's like we have mm. poor old mm. minds yeah. that don't work. <laughs> <laughs> so we we're do so love Star Wars. i so promise old. you we love star wars <laughs> and we know what we're talking about <laughs> it's like i know exactly what character is i can't tell you what his name is <laughs> but i'm anyway. bad with names so 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 of course you know Tarvisla, uh you know was 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 a jedi yeah um and then but so my, i guess my point is, is he wasn't the only one that had the force but there were several who the majority actually of them that wielded the dark saber did not have the force so, therefore, just because Moff Gideon is wielding it does not inherently mean he's one of the ones, you know, the ones that have the thing, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, another thing to remember is that, you know, a lot of these actors that play roles in Star Wars have don't know anything or even care about Star Wars. Some of True. them don't yeah. even watch watch any of star wars right um and this is kind of jumping a little ahead because we're about to talk about this but alden Ehrenreich in an interview said he's not even seen uh (laughs) the rise of skywalker and 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 didn't even know what the mandalorian was bro so which i don't even know how that's possible maybe (laughs) he was lying i don't know but um they had to tell him what the name of it was because he yeah anyways Mm -hmm. so i think um that (laughs) You know, he's he's just kind of throwing stuff out there in this interview. And, of course, you know, he knows. I'm sure he already knows. Well, yeah, of course he does. He knows the story of the second season, maybe even a little bit of, of the third season. Um, so maybe there is some kind of hint in there that he's force sensitive. Because I think that's what he's getting down to in this is that he – well, he, he almost – he almost implies that maybe he used to be a Jedi, right? Like that's kind of mm-hmm. what he's That's, that's at. what he's hinting at. He's hinting but at.
0: But I'm pretty sure he's just saying like, "Oh, I have a lightsaber, so I probably have the Force." That's what it sounds yeah, well, like. well, and, and
1: but what's interesting is then he, as he goes on, he then also um, talks about the possibility of being a descendant of Darth Vader. So,
0: Whoa, <laughs> okay. So, so uh, um <laughs> there's a few implications there that I I don't know that line's out, but... So,
1: I've just been waiting to tell you guys that one, because I got a kick out I of didn't that, even hear so. about that one. Yeah, that's so... pretty good. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> off <Bob> Gideon, Descended to <laughs> Darth Vader. <laughs> oh, well,
0: that's too good, dude. So, clearly, this man is well, well-versed in the yeah, yeah. universe of Star Wars lore. So. Now,
1: you know, there is a rumor that a lot of people think that maybe... Um, that they're extracting midi from baby Yoda to then try to put into Moff Gideon so that he can have the Force, which that's not a huge and, leap in my mind, right? That might right. be something they really are attempting to do, and that makes more sense. And but do I think that he used to be a Jedi or is Force sensitive now? Not really. <laughs> um, yeah. And even if he is, I don't know that that um, he that uh, I don't know. I, I think that he's just kind of, Esposito's just
0: kind of, you know, throwing stuff out there. <laughs> <Right. so. laughs> let's move on. <laughs> let's just move on. But hey, Far Cry 6 looks great, <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah.
1: He, he, hey, he really does look like he did a pretty good job on that, at yeah, least from the exactly. first trailer. So.
0: But he probably knows as much about Venezuelan politics than he does in Star Wars. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> we're now crazy. we're really getting We're getting topic. crazy here. <laughs> All right, here to take us off on our next right here.
1: Oh, I thought you. Oh, no, it's I, I Oh, you Gene read that. One. Yeah, okay, yeah, my yeah. apologies. Alden Ehrenreich. See, he he doesn't know what he's talking about guys. No. So, it's not that he doesn't like Star Wars, he's just losing his mind, <laughs> I'm and losing that's, fine. mind. that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah, so Alden Ehrenreich uh, as we were just talking about, <laughs> uh he was interviewed um recently and they were talking to him kind of about the future, uh, his future in Star Wars, um about uh a Solo sequel and those kinds of things. And basically what we've learned is, you know, it's kind of up in the air. Um, he says if, if he'd ever reprise his role of Han Solo, he says it depends on what it is. It depends on how it's done. Um, it depends on how it feels and into the story. And so uh, he says he never even saw The Rise of Skywalker. And he also didn't even know the name of the Mandalorian. So, um, <laughs> yeah. And as for a solo sequel... Uh, He goes, no, I don't know anything about that. I mean, you know, I think our movie was kind of the last of the conventional era Star Wars movie release time. But then uh, to end it, he did say, "Um, I've heard some stuff, but nothing concrete. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of talking about just rumors in the Star Wars world. We don't know if that means with his character Mm -hmm. um, or if that's just he's heard some stuff about Star Wars in general. Uh, What's your take?
0: So let me just say this on a broader spectrum here is that you know, I really enjoyed Solo. I thought it was a good movie, I, I thought it was fun. I thought it, it wasn't necessary in a sense, but it was fun because I always did like the you know Han Solo character, I always liked to see some of his backgrounds. So I thought it was a good movie, right? But was it necessary? No, and do I think I think basically uh solo would have been the epitome of a really good Disney Plus show. It would have been a great Disney Plus show. Oh, yeah. Movie, I don't think it was, should have necessarily been a movie, but if I'm not mistaken and I could be very much wrong on this, but if not mistaken uh, solo came out before Disney Plus, right? Like by a decent yes, margin. Yes, correct. Yeah, so that's so they didn't really even have that in the plans otherwise I think they may have thought about that. So my point with that is if they do go forward with solo, it's gonna to have to be in some kind of Disney Plus connotation. It's not gonna be a feature release because for well for for a multitude of reasons, my opinion. Um, but first of all, because of the, the backlash that they got for solo, people thought it was not good and that it was unnecessary and people didn't like it and stuff. So they're already probably gonna to try to distance themselves from this. But yeah. let, you know, all I'll just say is this pose this interesting question. If it was a Disney Plus show and never was a movie, it was just a show. I personally think that the reception would have been actually a lot different than it got. What oh, are your thoughts? Absolutely,
1: no, I agree with you 100. percent I think if it was released on Disney, let's say it's, it hadn't been released yet, and it released on Disney Plus today, exactly. Um, even as a movie, not even I mean, they could split it up into a show or a movie. If right. it was released on Disney Plus today as a new, as a whole new thing. I think people would
0: love it. People would went nuts for it. Yeah, go nuts Guaranteed. about about it. Guaranteed. Um, yeah. Not
1: not to say that I don't think there are some issues still with the movie, um, but again, those are they're minimal. I think it's a great. I think it's a great movie. The problem is that we've gotten so used to Star Wars in a theater being the biggest, most epic, like bombastic, um, crazy stories. And and this was a side story. Yeah, this was um, just uh, was basically a character study. You know, it's a prequel to to um, the story of or uh, of Han Solo, learning about him. It wasn't the next big entry in the Star Wars saga, and so. you know, Rogue One worked, mm-hmm. but the reason Rogue One worked is because it was bridging. It, it actually like, bridged. It like actually a, a bridged gap there, a gap you know, there. Yeah. and it felt, it felt big and important because mm-hmm. it, I mean, it, I mean, it is in, in the story and what they do there, and and it's you know, Darth Vader shows up and, right. and those kinds of things, where um, Solo, you know, the the story that Solo tells is not huge.
0: Well, like I said, it's kind of unnecessary. Right. And so, so let me let me throw this at you, and I, I think we're on the same page. But if Mandal- Mandalorian hit series, right? Uh, most streamed thing in the world for a little while, uh, biggest, you know, net profit for blah blah blah, whatever, right? Great success. Mandalorian, everyone loves it, but if it was a movie and not a show, do you think it would have done as well? No, no, I don't think so either.
1: No, I, I think if. If the Mandalorian, so you're saying like in theaters, right? If the Mandalorian, Correct, like liked Solo, r- it was right. made into a singular I movie. I think, no, I think people would have tore it to shreds. Actually,
0: <laughs> exactly. I really do. And so let's preface this. I thought Mandalorian was fantastic. I loved the Mandalorian season one, and most people did. Even my dad, who is not like he likes Star Wars, but he's not the big star. Like he's literally asking me like all the time. So when's that new Mandalorian coming out? Yeah, <laughs> because because it was. It was new, it was fresh, and it was in the proper medium that it, it was designated. The proper medium, for. yeah, and that's what it all comes down to, right? And 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 the Mandalorian, again, although I love it, it's an unnecessary quote unquote story, right? It's not building to the universe, this big thing, right? Well, it well, it might be. It, it might, might be now. It might be now, but you see what I'm saying? Originally, <laughs> Originally it was yeah, just a yeah. it was just a the bounty first hunter. season at least, yeah. Yeah, it was just a ba- random bounty hunter. You know what I'm saying? Right. And yeah, I, I agree with you
1: hundred percent. And I think, um, you know, and I just watched a couple episodes again the other day and you do have to, when you watch it, you can tell like, you know, this isn't, this isn't up to the standards of like the rise of Skywalker right, as far exactly. as visually and things like you oh, can yeah. tell this was a lower budget. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's bad at all. But if that had been put on on uh, in theaters, and of course they would have had to have condensed it, but that story in theaters and that level of uh, visual fidelity and stuff, I I think people would have have not been very happy with it, and so mm-hmm. yeah, it all comes down to the the right time and the right um the right medium, and that's where I think Disney Plus is going to be such a huge. Um, help to Star Wars because now we can get those stories on Disney Plus and people will enjoy it for what it is there. And and then <clears> we get that next huge, big, epic whatever mm-hmm. in a couple of years. And and what that is, we still don't know, yeah. of course. But. So,
0: so let me throw some figures at you, okay? Okay. We talked about this last time to some degree, but the entire sequel trilogy, three movies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, three movies received um, a total budget of 857 million dollars the entire mandalorian season one which is eight episodes only received approximately 80 million dollars so a a tenth a tenth has technically more content um but as a tenth of the budget yeah so i mean that just, just shows you right there was it a fantastic show yes but it wasn't to par inherently with with the movies. right? And and so I, I give and it kudos. Never, it was never intended to be. And that's my right. point. Yeah. I give kudos to Disney for recognizing that and put it into the proper medium yeah. because I think it would have been a great disservice to how good it was if it were put on that medium such as movies uh, due to the fact that it would have not been received the way it should have been. Sure. So yeah. anyway, so we're getting all, kind of off on track here. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, it's, but I, I think it's a good discussion. I think uh, so too. And
0: and I think and
1: I'm curious. Just again, they're they're having the success here. We're hearing these rumors of this of this building, uh, universe of Disney Plus shows that are all going to intertwine and connect, mm-hmm. in, in bigger ways than just being in the same universe of Star Wars. You know, they're, it's going to be more than that, and. And so, like, it, it is interesting that if we're following this path, where does the 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 next movie in theaters take us, and mm-hmm. what that means, and and is it is it going to be connected to the Disney Plus shows? Is another question. And that's a, yeah, it's a big is question. It, is all yeah. that going to build up into a movie that goes into theaters, or is it going to be a complete separate thing, separate um, era, all that stuff? There's just right. so many lots uh, of questions, uh, so and many questions, yeah. and I'm excited to find out where it's going
0: I am too 100 percent I do think that there's a lot of potential regardless of what direction they go to there's a potential you know if, yeah. if it follows the what the Disney plus series is, series is, are doing mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of potential there but also if they're not and they're having free reign of what they're doing there's a lot of potential well, there. yeah and <laughs> it's just
1: interesting what is the the people at Star Wars what is their idea of the next big story that's deserved deserving of telling mm-hmm. at the theater? on the big screen yeah what is that story that they feel is deserving of that
0: right so, so a lot of a lot of interesting variables there that's going to be coming out yeah. uh, so we're going to figure out a little bit more as we go uh, but let's go ahead and move on for time's sake. Our third rumor is actually something that we have already discussed. It's kind of quote unquote, old news. Um, uh, but the rumor is is that Hayden Christensen is going to be reprise his role as Darth Vader or Anakin, you know, but in this sense, Vader um, on the obi wan Kenobi show on Disney plus. But how the how the, the the rumor has modified is that now, instead of having an appearance, he is going to be a regular character on the show which is pretty interesting so drew i think we're obviously on the same page here but what are your thoughts on this um and and what you've heard about this
1: (laughs) well first of all give me as much of it as possible (laughs) um (laughs) right you know i i can't speak to if this rumor is of course true or false uh this is one of those rumors that's easy to be said because Mm -hmm. it's kind of something that we're getting a Kenobi series, so if anyone's going to reprise their role, it would make sense that Hayden Christensen is in there in some aspect, right? Right. It's easy for yeah. people to say to start that and say that. And um, so so it's hard to really know for sure how authentic it is.
0: Yeah, and it's easy to say this rumor and make it even sound believable because really it is a believable rumor, right? right. And because and, 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 we had spoken about this, but you really can't have Kenobi without Vader. Their their destinies are inexplicably tied together. Basically, you know, foreshadowing, you know, in in the prequels, Obi-Wan's like, oh, Anakin, you'll be the death of me, and all this stuff like that, you know. So I'm just saying they're going to have to have Vader to some extent um, in this Kenobi show. And due to the fact that Ewan McGregor is going to be in it, and it's going to be a big-time production it only makes sense that Hayden Christensen is going to be there and uh, what I mean, how are you going to make it better? How are you going to make the show as good as it can be? Have what the fans want. And What do the fans want? Have some serious Hayden Christensen, Vader versus you McGregor Kenobi. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing better. I mean, there's nothing <laughs> yeah. better. Um, so, I mean, again, this is only a rumor, but personally for me, I think it makes sense. I think it, it, I think it really could work. And I think that they'd be be dumb to not try to at least try it. Yeah.
1: And, you know, there's been talk about, well, maybe we just get a lot of flashbacks. Right. Yeah. uh, Between Obi-Wan and Anakin, which I'm all for that. I I think that'd be great too. Yeah, Flashbacks to the Clone Wars between the two of them, um, you know, Obi-Wan kind (coughs) of... Uh, reflecting on you know on what happened and mm-hmm. the decisions that were made and those kind of things. Well, probably a lot and, of that in, in episode one, <laughs> or, or at least yeah. in the first arc for sure. So, um, <laughs> so I think that could be very interesting. Um, and then of course the other way to look at it, and maybe we get a little bit of both, is that Hayden we get Hayden Christensen in the Darth Vader um, armor, and you know, mm-hmm. and he's he's doing his thing, and. Again, that would be really cool, too. We only Mm -hmm. got a a very small glimpse of that at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Yep. And so, um, and of course, this would be, at this time, it would be a Darth Vader that is very, very... um, um, destructive yeah and, hardened and just a, yeah because you know as we see through the original trilogy we get a we get a in a sense a more and more wise Darth Vader yeah and he, and he he's he's becoming more and more powerful but he's also uh at first it's all about rage and just right. but then he gets to this like uh he masters it right and he right. and he only uses it like it he becomes more and more terrifying in a sense because of it though and right. his stature is just growing and and uh, at the beginning, he's just full of hatred and just f- kills people whenever he wants. Kind of almost Kylo Ren type at the beginning, yeah, right? Absolutely. So it'd be cool to see that Darth Vader in that fool, just ready to rage, and you Ford, know he's yeah. hunting down Jedi and and honestly, you know, just <laughs> that <would be> pretty <laughs> so great. all that would be pretty great. Yeah, uh, so um, I'm down for it for sure. Uh, so the the big question that I, I I can't figure out really how it all lines up though is is. <laughs> If this if this is a story of that, it most likely means Obi Wan has to leave Tatooine. And what in the world could possibly make him, uh, want to leave Tatooine? What's big enough? It's not just the the existence of Darth Vader. I feel like it's got to be more than that. There has to be higher stakes mm-hmm. to it. There has to be a reason, and that's the big question. I think what? How are they going to come up with that? But yeah, um, I as far as the rumor goes, um they were saying that this was going to be announced at star Wars celebration. Oh man. <laughs> um, and so now of course that we're not getting a celebration until 2022, um, who knows if, when, if or when they're going to announce this. Right. And, um, they also were saying, we kept hearing the rumors that it would be a cameo. And yeah, this, this is saying that like he is a regular on the show. Right. And that's pretty big if, if, if so. And actually, this article that we're using from The Direct actually has an update that came today. And insider Daniel Richman um, is reporting that Darth Vader will be featured in the Kenobi series, but it's unknown if, if or how Christensen may be involved with bringing live-action Vader to Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So we're getting again kind of conflicting things right now. <laughs> right. And so
0: and until we get closer that's the way yeah, it's going to be. It's just that's it's the way so, it's going to be. It's such a big it's just such a big endeavor and and I think that You know, just take Rise of Skywalker, for instance. It was a huge endeavor monetarily. There was a lot of production, but at the same time, it was new. And it wasn't something the fans were like, oh, I have to have it. But this, although there probably will be a lot of money going to it, it may be smaller, but this is something all the fans want. This is what, you know, everybody loves Obi-Wan and Vader. You know, this is the classic duo from the prequels. Yeah, I just think... They're gonna to have to put some time, hard work, and effort. In well, no,
1: I'm not entirely convinced that the that their story for Kenobi is completely finalized. Well, probably I think not. I mean, based off what we've heard, we uh, rewrites and bringing in some different people and stuff, I'm not convinced that they truly do know the story they're telling yet. Right. And so these rumors may be changing along with the <laughs> right. changes in story. Even. Very possible. Um, and I listen, all I know is they got to do it right. They have to oh, do yeah. this right. If they Keno- screw this if, up, then... <laughs> sh- if over anything else right now, I think this Kenobi show uh, has to be done a certain way. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because this is going to mean more to the fans than anything else at this point right now. Oh, 100%. To, to people like you and me, at least. You right. Know? Um, nothing is going to be as important right now than this Kenobi show because it, it carries so much weight as far as like... <laughs> our prequel memories, even, even original trilogy. And, um, and so like we don't have anything else to, to look forward to as much as we do this Kenobi series. You know, we have future things like the Mandalorian and and such and, uh, Ahsoka and things, but, but nothing, nothing like having this prequel character back in such a big way.
0: Well, those see these new stories, although great, are building its own foundation to future nostalgic enjoyment, right? right? The things that we're about to experience in terms of Anakin and Obi-Wan with Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen are already established foundations of people that already enjoy it, already know who they are, already have a good reminiscence of who those people, characters are, blah, 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 right? What I'm saying is like this new stuff, it's trying to prove itself, to us right right the stuff you know the, the obi-wan anakin though you mcgregor Hankerson, yeah. you don't have to prove anything
1: that's good i like i like the way you, yeah i like that thanks it's <laughs> <laughs> you're quite welcome <laughs> yeah it's it's that well it could yeah this is going to be we are already a stall so nostalgic for these characters and it's a return to that a return almost a return to our childhood like oh yeah like yeah. going back to um it's almost like checking in on them you know in <laughs> a sense <laughs> yeah. and uh yeah. and it's gonna it's gonna the fans are gonna be divided no matter what because that's just how things work yeah, i'm sure there will be a lot of no matter what there'll be a, a side of people that that don't like don't like whatever it. it is yeah um but i just i just think that that they gotta do it right and I'm, I'm a little scared that it ends up being done away with um, and the reason I Too say much that, pressure. <laughs> well, 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 that's one thing, the pressure on it to, to do it right. Cause they know they got to, it, it could be scary, but also, um, just the fact that we're hearing all these rumors about this, this, the, all these shows, right. That are, right. that are, um, going to all be intertwined and Kenobi doesn't really fit with that. Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so yeah. that
1: does worry me a little bit that they're like, well, well, you know, we're doing all these shows and then we got Kenobi.
0: And in there like, somewhere. Yeah, and it's
1: like <laughs> yeah. I could see them being like, you know what? Maybe we need to put that back on the shelf Just and focus, focus on, on yeah, focus exactly. on the story we're telling with and the Mandalorian and all of these other
0: two years, four years from then, twenty six, or you know, two thousand twenty six, two thousand twenty eight, we might revisit it.
1: <laughs> right? That's see, that really worries I me. I don't want that to happen. Uh, I, I don't ra- want that to happen I will either.
0: Be very angry. I'll have many <laughs> hateful emails sent to somebody. Many I don't know
1: someone. We're not sure who, but. somebody can give me an uh,
0: email to Star Wars. Um, well, and the thing that.
1: is, if if the rumors are right, the people that would end up making that decision would be Dave Filoni and David. and um, John Favreau. Yeah, because the rumors are that they're going to take. Uh, they're going to end up being the heads over there making the decisions because kathleen kennedy is supposedly going to uh retire in 2022 hmm. um interesting so so kennedy you know she she's the one that kind of approved kenobi and so if anyone's going to be taking that away it legacy. would be feloni and john favreau but yeah. i i i feel like they'd be huge fans of of having this kenobi oh yeah. show. i mean Absolutely. we know we know feloni loves obi-wan kenobi so um yeah yeah but wow we talked about that for a while <laughs>
0: We did. But there's a lot but to hey, talk about. Anytime
1: there's Kenobi, you guys know. <laughs> you we gotta strap in, baby. We're talking for a while. Anyways, uh, our our next rumor and last one for today, uh, is actually kind of an update on our big our big, um, our big <clears throat> main topic we had last week. Mm-hmm. And last week we talked about the sequel trilogy being erased and the rumor that had started and you know, I kinda went on a big uh, uh, a spiel about how it, I think it's fake, and oh yeah, and I, I, I uh, told the guy, challenged the guy to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, wow. it's a long story, but uh, if you to listen de- to it, you know. Trying to
0: destroy this show one episode at a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh we got
1: an update, and now so the guy's saying, coming on. <laughs> <laughs> he's challenged me. To, and he's to gonna. <laughs> no, but he said that uh, this rumor suggests that the sequel trilogy will not be erased but it will be ignored <laughs> and uh, yeah that's basically kind of what we discussed yeah, we and kind of the conclusion we came to is that and and part of let me read some of this actually so you guys can hear it here mm-hmm. um An online rumor which comes that came from a YouTube channel, which is what we talked about. I'll just read that again to update everyone. Suggested there's some inner divide in Disney about the direction of the Star Wars franchise. Saying that Disney planned to erase the franchise's sequels by pretending they only happen in an alternative timeline. Um, At the same time, the rumor suggested there's an ongoing divide within Disney over the Star Wars franchise. And that Kathleen Kennedy would soon step down. But, uh, now there's some more information. And they're saying that uh, Kennedy would not step down and said she would remain through the end of her contract, which ends in 2021. The contract would not be renewed. The sequel trilogy would not be erased. Rather, they would be more ignored. So, she said the events of the sequel films will still have happened, but the events happened to people we aren't following anymore.
0: Like, I guess, I mean, what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? That just sounds like froofy words to simply say we recognize that that people don't like it as much as we hope they would but we spent almost a billion dollars on it so let's just move on guys like yeah that's what it sounds like i mean because what is it yeah it's going to be forgotten or whatever right like what what does that mean you know what i'm saying yeah either it exists or it doesn't mm-hmm. you know and but I, I said this last week and i said more so or more than them deleting it They're going to just say, okay, it's done, it's said and done, and sweep it under the rug and move on to something else. So it does make sense, you know, by what this guy's saying. It makes sense. It's more plausible. And like I said, it is what we discussed last week. But it just, again, what does that mean That's going to be forgotten? You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't really make sense to me, I guess.
1: Yeah. My take would be, and kind of what I've already think that they're headed with here, is that, you know, the sequel trilogy you either love it or you hate it or, or maybe you just like it, but, Mm -hmm. um, there's, there are issues with it. Um, you know, it, it killed off a character that, um, is one of the greatest loved characters (laughs) in star Wars and, and his, his ending is, is not what a lot of people wanted to see. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I think that, you know, and and again, I think this involves Disney plus in a sense as well. Um, with just the way that the things we're hearing and all these focuses on these shows and things that are very far separated from the sequel trilogy, right? Because they're not anywhere near close to when the sequel trilogy begins. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they just want to, um, to at least for now, just not go back to that era for a while. Right. Um, I I think I don't think that that means down the road they're going to be like, oh, you know, the, the movie's never happened. I think they're going to be there and we'll probably at some point build off of that, build off of those movies. But I think, and and, and again, another thing I want to say is that I, I think that when it talks about being ignored and stuff, that's mainly focused on movies and, and TV. I think as far as mm-hmm. like um, books, comics and stuff, we'll probably still see things in that sequel trilogy era. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just like the big productions they're just going to stay away from from that. They're not going to build off of it right now because it had it just didn't really go over well with very many people.
0: Yeah, and that's why I'm I'm just kind of like why did that even need to be announced? You know or like stated. It's like I yeah. just think that's kind of understood. Like I think everybody knew that. I think they're, you know, saying uh, we obviously said it, obviously said it because somebody else did, and I'm sure you know if anybody reads it, it might have questions, so that's why we always want to state it. But it's just like right, t- right. towards that the person who said that I'm like, well, I mean, I just I don't know, I just to me it's like common sense, I guess you know maybe not, but I'm just like I mean, you know,
1: I think we have to consider the fact that you know not everyone um, pays as close attention as as we do, uh, and, that's true. and some yeah. people, I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that are like, man, I can't wait to for the the next. The next uh, movie after Rise of Skywalker, you know, yeah, they're like, yeah. I can't wait for the next one. And see what happens next.
0: That's true. Like, yeah, you
1: know, where's Ray going next? Right. And, and then, like you and me, we know that we may not see Ray for a very, very long time. <laughs> exactly. And uh, and again, I think we'll eventually see more of Ray and and stuff down the road. But uh, yeah, I think that they're they're happy with their Disney Plus um, success right now. And they're gonna ride that as long as they can. Oh yeah. And they'll eventually put another movie in theaters, um, and yeah, I think that's their their plan to stay away from that. And, and you know, there's a lot of rumors that the this, that the Mandalorian is actually slowly um, building and connecting to the um, sequel trilogy, mm-hmm. but um, I don't really know that that's the case. And maybe even if it had be- begin to start that, I think it may. They may be going a different direction with that now. Mm-hmm. You know, because we heard rumors about maybe they were, it was going to show the beginning of the First Order. Remember that? Right, yeah. And uh, I'm having my, I'm having like serious doubts Especially about Especially now
0: with what this is saying. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I'm sure they're going to try to <laughs> just keep in their own lane, keep their own direction, you know, and just be like, uh, not separating necessarily from the sequel trilogy, but just like, hey, we're keeping our own identity. This is what we are. Yeah. You know, and and,
1: and John Favreau and. And Dave Filoni really are going to end up being kind of the heads there. Everything's going to be about Ahsoka. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Star Wars is no Star Wars is no longer about the Skywalkers. Due to okay? <laughs> due to
0: the uh, world between worlds. Ahsoka, at the point of death, gets sucked into the War Between Worlds Gim and then gets teleported into this mixed weird, weird second dimension po- teleportation where her and the body of Rey fuse. And so actually everything that we've seen in the secret is, trilogy
1: is, is, Ahsoka. is
0: Ahsoka in Rey's body. <laughs> Can you believe it? <laughs> Guys, this is real. Dave Filoni actually <laughs> tweeted this.
1: D- D- Dave Filoni actually drew a picture <laughs> and posted it and that's the art piece and that's how we know
0: oh uh, uh, yeah well in all seriousness no i i know that you know if, if and when dave and, and john take over you know they're gonna have some good stuff i mean well, so might be a well, part. Of it, what's but funny uh,
1: Ahsoka's definitely gonna be a part of it <laughs> every every single thing <laughs> literally every project that we know about right now or even rumored about has ahsoka involved in some <laughs> way Shape or yeah, form, and we're going yeah. to talk about that in just a little bit yep. with our big yep, main yep, topic yep. that that's we have true. to talk about. We should have <laughs> brought that up at the beginning, which I don't believe we did. Yeah, um, we have we have another big announcement that we're uh, going to be talking about about as our main topic mm-hmm. very soon. Um, yeah, that's a that's a, a really big deal. And, and there's going to be a lot to talk about there. And man, we're really short on time. <laughs> I know. We got about uh, we, 12 minutes, Well, minutes. we might have to go a little long today. Yeah. Sorry to those of you who do not like we're just that. just having
0: a good time. Okay. We're just having a good time.
1: There's a lot so, to talk about this week.
0: Let's go ahead and move on. Um, I guess to make up for some of our time, we're getting into our Q&A segment. Uh, like I said, you guys know... Well,
1: actually, we need to go over a couple of releases first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already um, rushing ahead. Yeah, you are. Uh, we're so a lot we have, time today. We have Dr. Afra, um, issue two coming and i think issue 2 was was possibly the one that was released online uh a while back but now like the actual um you can pick up a physical copy of that in stores coming this wednesday and then we also have um there was something else and oh yeah the doctor afra audiobook mm-hmm. uh is coming on the 21st so you guys go ahead and uh you can pre-order that right now on Amazon if you want. And um, yeah, hopefully that's going to be good. And I believe that is all we got.
0: Okay. So now we can move to Q and (laughs) A.
1: To the Q (laughs) and A.
0: So like I said, as you guys know, every week we try to make a Facebook posts, um, bring uh, asking you guys to bring up, uh, you know, questions or topics or whatever you guys would like us to talk about. And we always try to do three every week and whatever uh, does not get answered, gets put into a queue this week. I made a little bit of a boo-boo mistake.
1: Uh-oh, you made a boo-boo.
0: So I I am so used to having the same schedule every week. Every Thursday at lunch at work, I'll yeah. get off on my lunch and I'll post the Q&A forum thing. Uh, and I realized, oh, today we're actually recording today, not tomorrow. So yeah. anyway, so unfortunately we didn't get any questions for this week.
1: Have you uh, rechecked?
0: I, just, uh, I have not. I'm pretty sure, 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 though, that, that you guys... Just in case someone else hasn't. Everyone just stopped listening, I think. I don't know. Who knows? But anyway. Yeah, who
1: who would want to listen to us anyway? (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, With that being said, we do have at least one question that was left over from last week. Um, But I am sitting here trying to get my silly little computer to load. Okay. Yep. Nope. Nobody. Same thing. Sniff, sniff. Cry, cry. Okay. So our one Q&A question for the week comes from Mr. Brandon Dukes. And he says... Currently reading Master and Prentice, uh, Yoda didn't agree with the Council's invitation to Qui-Gon. What is the explanation for Yoda's thought process? Does it relate to his defiance towards the Council? So, I I, I think that you pretty much, in my opinion, right, uh, pretty much hit the nail on the head. Um, I think there's a, you could expand on that, but I think a lot of times, in my opinion, it has to do with... with Qui-Gon's defiance of the council, but more so of his defiance of the council to his unorthodox um, modes of of operation. You know, his modus operandi uh, is very very unorthodox. And how he operates is against how normal people do it, how normal Jedi would do it. And I think because Yoda is so... You know, he's so to the book. He follows the Jedi code. He does, you know, he probably helped write the Jedi code <laughs> or at least some couple revisions of it, you know, um, so he's gonna very much stick with it. So when somebody who's like Qui-Gon, who's more mystical, who's, you know, kind of does, he's cavalier, he does the things he wants to do, naturally Yoda is gonna be apprehensive. Secondarily, um, you know, adding somebody to the Jedi Council is kind of a big deal. And uh, there's a quote kind of in this in the book, but also Yoda is 900 years old. You're getting close to it at that point, right? And, um, you know, he probably takes his time with things. And he clearly does say, like, this is something, you know, that we need to think about, not rush into. So, I think there's a lot of reasons, but I think the main part from my perspective is just that simply that Qui-Gon is not your traditional Jedi. And to be represented on the highest council governing the Jedi is probably something Yoda probably wouldn't want. So, that might be one of the main reasons in my eyes why Yoda would have been apprehensive.
1: Drew, do you have any... Yeah, I mean, you pretty much, um, you pretty much got it there. But um, to add to that, first of all, Brandon, thank you. I love that question. Yeah, really um, good question. I great love question. questions that involve uh, kind of dive, diving deep into the novels. And so, great question. Thank you. Um, but to go into that a little more, you know, Qui Gon, like you said, uh, he does things differently than than the a lot of things that the council does he doesn't agree with the council on a lot of different things and just to give an example of that we see in the story um Qui-Gon or the council is um is pushing uh, to sign a treaty or sign a treaty and it's going to in the process um, legalize slavery in on that planet mm-hmm. and Qui-Gon of course um doesn't agree with that he think that would be immoral for them to sign the treaty because of because of the slavery aspect of it, and Yoda is like, you know, I I don't want to cause a, a big ordeal. He's like, we just need to mm-hmm. let this, the treaty be signed and and move on. Mm-hmm. And it's instances like that where Qui Gon realizes that he 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 can't fit in with the council. Right. He doesn't he doesn't agree with the council, and um and for him to join the council would um would basically uh ruin his his well his beliefs but also (laughs) um kind of where he's headed with the force
0: well yeah let me interject on like two things there so a as we can tell obviously in episode three right of of you know the main saga episode three the jedi fall because of their own arrogance and we know this because you know they become more dogmatic. They become more set in their ways and doing things that really traditionally the Jedi shouldn't or wouldn't or couldn't do, right? Um, and this is this is a great example of this is that like you know the Jedi are basically overseeing this transactional treaty. You know these two these two uh, entities or whatever countries, planets, whatever. I don't even know off the top of my head, but they're coming together to sign this treaty, and part of it is slavery and uh and so instead of intervening the jedi are like well we're just here to oversee it we're not trying to get our hands dirty we're not trying to cause trouble but in the eyes of qui-gon he and this is my second point is that he aligns himself more with the traditional jedi values um and as we're hopefully going to maybe see more in the high republic um but with that he sees like hey you know my people are getting more dogmatic. They're getting more, uh, we're not Jedi. We're not peacekeepers anymore. We're not trying to find the betterment. We're becoming more soldiers. We're becoming more um, allies and servants, essentially, of the government, of the Republic. And yeah, so I think you're right. And uh, one thing I wanted to put in there as well is that as we see, um, conversely, and kind of wrapping back to the question too, in season six of Clone Wars, um, we see one of the final episodes is, is Yoda, if not the final episode is Yoda going in search of yeah. Qui-Gon of Qui-Gon and, and trying to figure out how to, to, you know, get into the living force and, and become, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. And we see Yoda going from the dogmatic self yeah. to the more repentant self and saying like, Hey, I recognize now that yeah, you... he
1: recognizes the, all of the,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, so to wrap back to the question, you know, Yoda at the time of pre episode one was very dogmatic. He was very set in his ways. He was very this is what it should be and nothing else. So anyone who was more fluid, so to speak, more liquid, more uh, bendable, he didn't like that. He was it was he was very rigid, and anybody like Qui-Gon who wasn't rigid, he didn't really like Yeah, it.
1: and so basically, you know, the council were were um, especially Yoda was a stickler for um, the order. Mm -hmm. you know, and just following that to a T and, and Qui-Gon was about surrendering to the force. Exactly. Um, And he, he let it, he would surrender to it and let it take him where he needed to go and what he needed to do. Mm -hmm. And um, clearly
0: thus he was the first person to be able to join with the force. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah.
1: He, he unlocked a lot of secrets in the force that many didn't understand and you know, as we know, in in the end, Qui Gon ends up teaching that to Yoda, mm-hmm. and and gives him the that you know, and Yoda at that point probably realized uh, the error in his ways, and and then, um, and Qui Gon, it, it's it's kind of kind of cool, really, you know, that even through all that, Qui Gon's in like, well, let me show you now, like,
0: right, and he was never like, oh, right, you right. were you were against me coming into the council, so I'm not, you know, he's like, he's he was so. Yeah, I don't know how you know it's so non-dogmatic. He's like, "Hey, you may have been rude to me or whatever in the past, but hey, we are all part of the force. So let's just join together in Kumbaya," my friend, you know. <laughs> Kumbaya.
1: Yeah, but um so that was a great question and again yeah, as, as we always say with Gon, like he, he truly is such a great character and just mm-hmm. uh it's it's unfortunate that he had to die so yeah. soon because it would be cool to to see that character and how he would have reacted to some of these um uh, later events. Yeah. And and I still think that's a story we could technically get uh mm-hmm. some more of Pygon's thoughts on on events through him as a force ghost. Yeah, that'd um, be really cool. And I hope that maybe we'll we'll see that at some point. And maybe Maybe in the Kenobi in the, series. Maybe even in the yeah, Kenobi that's exactly series. What say. Uh, because yeah. we know Obi-Wan trains with Qui-Gon while he's on Tatooine. That's how he learns. You yeah, know he saying? learns a lot so. during that period well, and, of time. And
0: also at the end of episode three, Yoda tells him. Right, right. He says, you know. Yoda's already been in communication yeah, with him. Yeah, exactly. Because season six of Clone Wars happens... Way before, yeah. not way, but but a decent amount before episode three. So anyway, so we know that it's all kind of conjunction. So it very well could come. So anyway, uh, let's go ahead and move on to the time sake because we have uh, technically two minutes to get through our main topic. Well, <laughs> well I know we're, we're not going to be going over today.
1: <laughs> <But> <laughs> we're definitely anyway, gonna be going over.
0: Brandon, fantastic, fantastic question. Thanks for that. Yes, um, thank you. And uh, thanks everybody for your continual support with that. We we love to hear from you. Actually,
1: I also just want to say, I just want to say another thanks to Brandon, who has actually been someone who has really um, been communicating oh, on yeah. our, yeah. on our page. I don't Absolutely. know if we've ever really given him a shout out, but I yeah. just want to give a shout out to him. Brandon Dukes. Yes. Uh, Brandon. Um, just a really great guy from all that I can tell. And he's been, he's been, um, one of our big supporters yeah. constantly, um, commenting and, and giving us questions and just talking about stuff. And we really appreciate that. We, yeah. we really, really appreciate, um, anyone that just supports us, um, Cause you know, we're still real small, <laughs> you know, we don't right. have a whole lot, but <laughs> we love the interaction, but we sure. love the interaction. Anytime yeah. we, anytime we get a comment on a post, I'm just thrilled because yeah. you know, it's just like <laughs> exactly. exciting to see somebody's sees it and wants to talk about it. So yeah. thank you.
0: hundred percent. couldn't agree more. So yeah, thanks Brandon. We really appreciate you buddy. Um, but without any further ado, let's go ahead and get into our main topic. So as of Monday, the 13th, this previous Monday, it was officially announced what the next big Star Wars animated series would be. And, drum roll, please. It is The Bad Batch. The Bad Batch. The Bad Batch. That's the next big animated series that's going to be coming from Star Wars. So, yeah. it was kind of sort of surprising to me. I, I, I can see now, after it's been announced, I can see... You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, I can see the strings coming together yeah, kind of thing. And
1: we heard some rumors about it.
0: We did, yeah. Um, so it, it's not completely surprising me. I, I but um, I don't know. I, I think that Clone Wars Season 7 set it up. And so on a really side note, i got to say this just to bring it up. I thought, man, Bad Batch is such a bizarre thing why would they include this in in, in clone war season seven but now it makes sense they're trying to to set the footsteps you know the foundation for this next series so they kind of had to throw it in there if they're going to make it into the next series yeah so it kind of makes more sense now now I'm kind of like a mm, little more like okay you know mm-hmm. I, I still kind of still kind of stinks that four of the episodes had to be something that was you know Pre-made and something that didn't wasn't new and stuff like that, but it does make more sense now. It wasn't just some random dumb decision. It was like, oh, we're trying to set up a foundation for the new show. So, surprise, Bad Batch is the new show. It's coming to us um, because we thought there's going to be a new Clone Wars series, um, you know, post Clone Wars, and uh, now we're getting Bad Batch. Um, and so, essentially, if you guys don't know what it's about, StarWars.com had posted about this. I'm going to read it just like a, a little excerpt here uh, to give us some clues here. But it says, The series follows the elite and experimental clones of the Bad Batch as they find their way in a rapidly changing galaxy in the immediate aftermath of the Clone Wars. So, bam, right there. It, I was kind of curious. I'm like, okay, is this coming before or after the Clone Wars? It tells us immediately it's coming after the Clone Wars. So it goes on to say, you know, members of the Bad Batch are a unique squad of clones who have genetically modified... So we already know who the Bad Batch are, but we're trying to figure out more what's happening in the story. And it says right here, In the post-Clone War era, they will take on daring mercenary missions as they struggle to stay afloat and find new purpose. So very interesting details there. Uh, But you guys, we actually posted this on Facebook, and you guys actually had a few comments about it. So let's see here Greg Speakman says I kind of like the idea I would like to know how the clones work together with other other Jedi leaders to see if they had uh, any better strategies than to put just Quote-unquote bodies into the meat grinder, so that's a very interesting comment Um, You know and one of those things is is like you're right in the in the Clone Wars uh, it was very bodies to the meat grinder you know the jedi kind of stood back and you know some instances like anakin and obi-wan they'd be kind of the front lines but with like krell and a few of them you know they'd just be like all right you guys go and fight the 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 you know the droids and see what happens you know but now post clone wars with the remaining jedi it will be interesting to see if there are clones like rex or the bad batch that get to work with them it'll be interesting to see how now instead of just throwing bodies Uh, of attrition in there they're gonna have to think through so yeah greg that's a great point and i think it's gonna be very interesting to see that and then uh the second comment we had on that is by mr brandon dukes thanks again sir and he says i'm pretty stoked i think their arc from season seven would have been better placed somewhere else but it's star wars and think it could be great so, uh, Brandon, thanks for the comment, and I, I agree with you. I do think that it was kind of kind of sucked that four four out of the 12 episodes of Season 7 had to be that. But I think just what I said earlier, I just kind of thought of it at that moment, so it kind of makes more sense to me now. But I think they kind of had to. There's kind of force to. If they were going to have the Bad Batch, they kind of had to set it up somewhere, and the only medium they really had at that point was Clone Wars. So it kind of makes sense, right? Um, but anyway, thanks for the comment guys, but so anyway, Bad Batch, it's gonna be, it's gonna be pretty interesting, um, we know it's post-Clone Wars, um, so, but after that though, we don't know, right, we don't know what it is, we know it's post-Clone Wars, and it's it's gonna be with the Bad Batch crew, um, also with, uh, uh, Echo, right, Echo's gonna be with them, so, uh, as we know from Season 7. So Drew, what are your thoughts? Just right off the bat, I mean, we can talk about more about what what could happen, stuff like that. But what are your thoughts about the Bad Batch being a series?
1: Well, you know, as we talked about, uh, as we reviewed the final season of Clone Wars, right? Uh, we were not fans of the Bad Batch. No, <laughs> no, no, we weren't. We were not fans of the characters, really, of the yeah. Bad Batch. Um, you know,
0: very stereotypical. Yeah,
1: very stereotypical. Um, each had their role, and and they're very uh, they're very goofy. You know, and I just I didn't gel with it very much. Now looking back, it makes more sense why the why they had it. Just like you were saying, it makes more sense why we got those episodes because they already knew that they were gonna do this Bad Batch series. Right. And and if you remember back when, uh, you know, we watched through the season, one of the things I kept coming back to was. Why did we get that arc with the Bad Batch and then we don't see them anymore? Yeah, exactly. It didn't make any sense right. at the time. Now it's I, kind of now, giving more light to it. Yeah, yeah, because I was like, we got even, even in the the final arc, you never see them or anything. Like, right. what was the point? Right now, of course, it makes a little more sense. It was gearing up to this series. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that it originally was back, but originally that arc wasn't going to be in the final season of Clone Wars, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but. Uh, what I'm hearing is they've, they have pushed this to be the next thing as soon as possible because of the success of clone wars, mm-hmm. because of the success of the final season, they have decided to, to push and try to get more of that out as quickly as possible. And this is right. their easiest way to do that. Oh
0: yeah, exactly.
1: Um, now as far as the story, I, again, I, I can't say I'm that excited about, uh, following this group. Um, right. I'm a little more, a little more interested in following Echo, right? Uh, because I do like the character of Echo. Yeah, and, and then like we can
0: get some more insight into the, what happened to him after capture, getting captured, yeah, yeah. And things of that nature. And,
1: and so, but the rest of them, I'm still just not sold on. And maybe this series now, will do it for me. Uh, yes, maybe, maybe I'll uh, go ahead. I was gonna say I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, you're fine.
0: That that was one thing that I was gonna say, and I think partially there's two reasons why we didn't like him. A, because they were generic, right? Um, They were generic characters, but also B, because we had generic characters in a very serious season, right? Um, Yeah, exactly. My my point is, and this is what we said actually in our original interview, if you guys go back to it, but we said, this would have been great if this was in the middle of season four. I would have loved it. Sure. But... The fact that this is the final season, we wanted the best of the best to come out of the season. Yeah. And eventually when they got to the new stuff, yeah. it was that. It was, yeah. So so let me say this, that's why we didn't like it, but here's how I think it might change. The latter half of season 7 was fantastic. Great mm-hmm. writing, amazing uh animation. Yeah. I mean, fantastic, right? The 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 court, like the the videography was just amazing. Everything was so good about it. But but why? Because it was new. And the Bad Batch, as we well know, was already created. The scripts were created. The the animations were created. Everything was already created. So now, though, that they got that out of the way, and they kind of had to use that already, right? And they got that out of the way, laid the foundation for the new show. Now that we're getting the new show, it's very possible that's going to be in this, the new animation style. And it's going to be possibly more well-written. And I'm, I imagine it's going to be, you know, not possibly. I, th- I imagine it will be much more well-written. Yeah, than- so...
1: Uh, let's, let's actually go over the team that we know of that's working on this and now give us an idea of kind of where we're headed because we know mm-hmm. Lucasfilm animation. Um, they have, um, obviously they have a couple different teams because, you know, we've, we have the Clone Wars team and then we had rebels and resistance and, and not everyone, uh, could be doing those all at the same time. Right. right. So, yeah. um, we know that Dave Filoni is involved in, but he's he's involved as an executive producer. about to say, yeah. So to me that basically says he's not that
0: involved. He's not super he's like overseeing it <laughs> right. but it well
1: okay let me let me just He's not going to be getting his hands necessarily dirty in the in the thick of it.
0: Well, this is a quote from the original article from starwars.com and it says Uh, giving new and existing fans the chapter of Star Wars The Clone Wars was been and honored by Disney Plus and we are overjoyed by the global response to the Landmark series, said Agnes Chu Senior Vice President Content at Disney Plus While The Clone Wars may have come to its conclusion our partnership with the groundbreaking storytellers and artists at Lucasfilm Animation is only beginning We are thrilled to bring Dave Filoni's visions to life through the next venture. So that right there says that we are thrilled. We are thrilled to yeah. bring life to his the next adventures in his story. Yeah. So it's like he's executive producer, but you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, and so I think that I think that it's important to realize that you know Dave Filoni is not going to be as hands on with this, just like he wasn't with Resistance. What? and I wasn't a big fan of Resistance, <laughs> yeah. and so it's I think that sign. is one thing to take note of. Yeah. I think that is an important um, difference here. Yeah. Um, and then we have Matt uh, Michnovitz, I have no idea if I'm saying that right, <laughs> who uh, work? Who fans may recognize him from a couple different arcs in The Clone Wars that he written as well, a handful of Rebels episodes. Um, he's going to be a writer for The Bad Batch, uh, so we will have that connection there. And then CGCG CG, uh, Incorporated, which is the animated CGI production studio behind The Clone Wars, will be working on the series. So that tells me that we are going for that same animation style. Uh, as um, what? I'm sorry. As you... as the Clone Wars. Okay. Which is kind of a so, given, but
0: here's interesting though, and this is what I was going to harken on: is is I hope that is the case, but the supervising director is going to be Brad Rao. and he likes that he was doing he did Star Wars Rebels and Star Wars Resistance. So I was not a huge fan of Resistance. Let me phrase that. I wasn't a huge, huge fan of Rebels. I liked it more towards the end, of course. uh, But I definitely wasn't a huge fan of Resistance. And so for somebody who is the, you know, big wig in both of those shows, if he's being the executive director of this, uh, it's scaring me a little bit. But that's why I hope if as long as they keep the animation style and they have some good writers with Dave Filoni supervising, I think it definitely has the chance of, of, of being great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: And Kessel Run Transmissions are the, the guys that that had initially told us about this rumor of a Bad Batch series. And you have to remember, the other thing alongside that rumor that they were saying is there's a Rebels sequel right. also in the works. Right. And uh, after this came out, you know, they kind of... They, they posted a thing kind of saying like told you so you know we were right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah and and they were quick to say as well that the rebel sequel is still coming like and so yeah. I think now more so than ever uh, we can almost guarantee at this point that that's probably happening mm-hmm. Um as, it really sounds like it's happening. So that's, um, and, and in the end that might be more of kind of what we're looking for, but it's hard to tell.
0: Yeah, it is hard to tell so for sure.
1: Let's just go over some different rumors, um, about this that have, yeah. have came alongside this announcement. Cause there are some rumors here to, to look into. Um, so I'm just going to bring up some of these that I've found. And again, these are just rumors. So none of this is for sure. Um, one of the big ones, though, is that Ahsoka and Rex will be involved. And <laughs> we, uh, we'd we already heard rumors of yeah. that before when they were first talking about uh, the Bad Batch series. And I think, of course, of course,
0: Ahsoka's going to well, be Well, first of all, I mean, involved. as Dave Filoni's brainchild, Dave, or, you know, Ahsoka's <laughs> going to be in it. I mean, it also makes sense, though. I mean, after everything that happened in Season 7, yeah. if it's happening directly after, it kind of yeah. makes sense. but
1: anyway. uh, Though in limited <laughs> capacities... Uh, it's said that Ahsoka is going to be wearing the same outfit we saw her in during the Siege of Mandalore. So Hmm. um, that kind of hints that it's probably not long after. Right. Uh, And and one thing that I hope this show does, I will say, is I hope this show uh, shows us, again, Order 66... From yeah. their perspective. Yeah, exactly. I hope that's actually hope how that it is, starts. I hope so, too. Uh, I hope that we don't actually start it and it's already over. I hope that we get their perspective on Order 66 to start the show and we kind of see where they were at and what happens there.
0: It would have been interesting, like, right after they left, it'd be interesting at the start of the first episode is then, like, walking into the ship from, from the other, like, turn point of view and yeah. then walking into the ship. is the ship's point of view and they're walking into the, the blast doors or whatever yeah. and then Echo hobbling it. Like, that would be pretty sick. I
1: uh, so, and then we have uh, Captain Rex is reportedly going to have a major role looking for his brothers across the galaxy. Um, they uh, hint that maybe he is, you know, going to try to go around and, uh, and remove chips and try to... Um, kind of bring as many of them uh with him as possible but you know as we do know rex does Mm. end up with only wolf and gregor exactly in the end so that's you know kind of of makes you wonder but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but here's here's something that i find really interesting and that is that um they're saying that this show is going to be a lot darker
0: Good, I hope so.
1: the Clone Wars and Rebels. (laughs) I
0: hope so. Well, okay, think of it this way. It kind of makes sense. I mean, this would be a perfect medium for it. Um, They are hardened soldiers who are in a post-war environment.
1: I I agree with you. I I think in in the time period, it makes sense. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: All of that makes sense. All that sounds great. But the team itself i just don't i can't
0: after what we see after what we saw and,
1: arc, and we saw how goofy they were like i just can't but i can't now picture them in this super dark serious i definitely think there's show. going to
0: be some like uh oh what's his name the big one brick or whatever yeah, yeah. see that's how generic it is i gotta name his name brick and you know exactly what i'm talking yeah, about it's like exactly it's like, even if that's not even his name like record brick or record i think Wrecker, it was Wrecker. Yeah. <laughs> anyway um but my point is is that is that he? You know, he probably will still have some comedic value to him and things of that nature. Yeah. But okay, so two things. First of all, I think again they're kind of handcuffed because they already had created the story in a season three, season four light. So it was going to be more, more, you know, kid friendly and more. Oh, you know, it's silly and fun or whatever. So I think they're kind of strong armed So they, 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 if they change it. Then we can kind of confirm like that's what it was. But. You know, they're silly, they're funny, whatever. But maybe once they start seeing the tragedies of their own brothers turning on their other friends and comrades, yeah. maybe that kind of gives them a more darker uh, outlook on life or something. Who knows, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, if you think about it, it sh- should be a fairly dark story, right? Oh, I yeah, mean, just exactly. Just based off what we already know. Uh, but then also uh, to add to all of that is they are saying that Wolf will be there um that and one that I'm incredibly excited about and really actually gets me super excited about this series and and the potential <laughs> is Commander Cody.
0: Oh, wow. And and, yeah. that,
1: and as I've said before, what happens with Commander Cody? I would love Where to does know he, that story better. You know, better. um yeah. and we know that Rex and and Cody were close. Yeah. And so that is I think that would be a perfect uh um, way to probably kind of show two sides
0: like best friend versus best friend type deal exactly exactly but also we see in clone or, uh episode three of the saga right um you know you know yes my lord you know dude, dude just instantly kills like his his best friend in his commander even, his general whatever he doesn't even blink yeah but then in episode or uh, i keep saying episode um but season seven we see that Rex is hard fighting it. It's yeah. so like, what was the disconnect there? Right. Was it simply just a writing error or they didn't know exactly what they was going to do yet? Or was it there? Like, was Cody actually like, didn't really like the Jedi all that much. And there's some propaganda g- being given to him. Like, well, I think or something. as far as
1: the movie goes, they, they hadn't really like humanized the clones yet. Right. Um, yeah. And Rex so, was one of the first
0: ones in Clone Wars that we. Yeah, really, it
1: wasn't until the Clone Wars animated series that we really started to humanize the clones and and get that side of it. So yeah, um, but I I like to think, um, that with Rex maybe it was because, uh, he maybe he was kind of already. I think he kind of knew more than everyone else already. Well, you with know? fives, you know. Yeah, and so yeah. maybe he just
0: kind of. That kinda of helped him. He's already more he was already kind of aware that this could be a possibility. Yeah, something with the like nightmares something. Yeah, and, yeah. and hearing about what fives had to say and all this kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: And so I kinda of like to think that way. But I think if you look at it from just like uh the original intent, I think it's just because they hadn't It could
0: be. But the thing is they're gonna to have to to correct that they're going to have to explain it so i'm interested to see how they explain.
1: absolutely it. I, i'm just super excited to see more about cody's story yeah, and what and, where he, and what happens and and we'll get that i really think that we'll get that in this in this series and, for sure yeah uh and then another very interesting one and i think this could work really well um and uh, again all these th- theories are coming from um kessel run transmissions who is mm-hmm. the ones who 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 had said all of this so all of this is very very plausible right now right and i don't know where they're getting all this information i'm sure they're not going to tell uh but it's really sounding like they got somebody in the know right, <laughs> right. so and he, this one's very interesting but it's that um quinlan voss is going to show up in this
0: mm, that seems plausible too though. i mean for sure we, we
1: know quinlan voss as he's a uh he's already kind of one of those Jedi that really uh, pushed the boundaries of what a Jedi can be way more than Qui-Gon. And, you know, very, was almost hinting at the, at the dark side sometimes. And, um, and I think, you know, he's one of those characters that we've always wanted to know what happens to him uh, after the clone wars and and everything. And so this might be a perfect opportunity for us to get a Jedi in the series but he is not your average Jedi, and I could see him teaming up with the Bad Batch on some missions. Oh, you know? it would and, be like um, it'd be like perfect. I mean, like he really lines so
0: much to them. You it, know what yeah, I'm saying?
1: I think I think it would be a perfect match, and so I really, really hope that we do see this. And it could be a really great way to kind of finalize Quillen Voss's story, um, you know, because. I, I I don't know if he's around for a new hope and uh, like that far back. But right. It, exactly. But if not, we still need that ending to his story. And I think this could be a good way to do it. So
0: right, because there's no like, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's no canonical uh, record of him dying. I mean, we obviously know that he does, or to some extent, but
1: well, I mean, we, we we don't know that he does. Well, but we yeah. we assume right that he's probably well. I going mean, because you
0: know the famous line in New Hope. Or when we talk, or not? Maybe not Yoda, but like when in the, in the original trilogy, when Yoda was talking to Luke, that you know, there's only basically two Jedi left, which is me and Obi Wan, and like you are the next, or you're the you're the you know, yeah. So I mean, that that implies that that Quinlan isn't alive, but maybe. You but know, what we've
1: learned so far with Ahsoka, that, it, it, well, what it, we've it, learned is that they just weren't following Jedi teachings anymore. But there was still a lot of uh, used to be seasons, Jedi's Force users. Yeah. Is what that's, that's basically true. how Star Wars has gotten out of that.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which so kinda kinda, kinda eh. There's actually quite but a whatever. quite a
1: few of them still out there. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Very true. But uh yeah. So that's basically all the rumors that we have here. Um but it's it's just really interesting. It was it was surprising that they released this um, on like a Monday morning yeah, uh, of all it's times. Just like, hey, yeah. uh, guess what? <laughs> we're doing another animated series. <laughs> um, this
0: huge reveal, like on a random Monday afternoon or whatever it was.
1: Yeah, but so you know, I think that we're I think that we're headed in a good place. I yep. again, I don't know if this the show will be for me or not. We'll see, but um, I. I look forward to what it could potentially bring to the table. Yeah. Again, not really with the 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 main cast of the show, but more like <laughs> the the situations and events the we could see the, the environments yeah. that we can see uh, them um, take place in.
0: Well, and I was just gonna go say, ahead. in you know, with this show, it may not be perfect, but I don't think that Disney can afford to take another loss right now. So I think they're gonna really, maybe not, right? but i think i hope for them, all of our sakes that they really take the time to really put some work and effort into this and make it good right it may not be this animation style that we want or it may not have the best story because of what they have to work with or whatever but i do think that they're going to not just like throw something out there you know what i'm saying so whether that's true or not i don't <laughs> yeah
1: and um you know the what the rumors are saying is this is going to come out you know, in early 2021. Well, that's not even a rumor. It's going to come out in 2021, but then that the rebel sequel will be like in the fall of, of 2021. Mm-hmm. And, and again, like is a rebel sequel. Is that follow Ahsoka too? <laughs> is that, <laughs> I mean, is why, that, is that, that Ahsoka why, and Rex? Yeah. I or mean, is that, what else would it be? You well, know I is mean, it, is it Ezra and Thrawn? Is like, but Ahsoka still be in there, or is it all of them? <laughs> you know, there's a lot of questions. Still. There is. Yeah. Uh, what we do know is that Ahsoka is in everything. <laughs>
0: star Wars is Ahsoka.
1: <laughs> if it isn't now, it will be in, in ten years. Ahsoka is the Star. Is star the Wars. new? Is the
0: new Darth Vader? Uh, yeah.
1: So uh, do you have any other any any other thoughts on that? I all I have Anything to say else? is
0: that you know, although some of the announcements are kind of weird or whatever, you know, or may not be something that we're just so hyped for or whatever. At The end of the day, I'm excited to see that there's more stuff being released and not just some, but I mean, there's, tons of shows tons of things coming out and uh i'm excited to see how it all pans out and works out for sure
1: yeah and it was just great to get another announcement just to get some like hey there is something that's coming out at this time and right now the only other thing we had was mandalorian that we knew of for sure so like this is it's just nice to know something is solidly coming right at the beginning of next year like so that's, that's reassuring, and uh, it just gives us also something to talk about, so <laughs> right. that's, that's good too. Yes, exactly. But we want to thank everyone so much for the continued support. Uh, please like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter for weekly news, polls, discussions, and more. Please also follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and leave a review. We'd love to hear from you guys. You know, we uh, didn't have very many questions this week, uh, partly due to Braxton because he uh, failed. But, <laughs> but we would love to get lots of questions this coming week. So be thinking about that now, what you'd like to ask us. And as soon as you see that post go up, go ahead on there and ask us a bunch of questions. Uh, give, us some, give us some tricky ones. We, yeah. lo- we love to get uh, some, some in there real deep. So. But <laughs> we thank you for listening. And please join us next week. But until next time, May the Force be with you, and we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal.